This is a Capricorn FM podcast. Look, first it was mobile phones, right? Uh, mm-hmm. And now it's televisions that are getting the word smart attached to their name. And while smartphones have become a household name, with most people understanding just how to use them, smart TVs are still getting, uh, you know, a bit of mysterious clout, if I can put it like that, to a lot of people. Now, of course, it's only a matter of time before majority of consumers swap their regular televisions for smart TVs. So it is only best that you educate yourself on the pros and cons of this particular device, especially if you plan on buying a new TV in the next coming years, right? We have a friend of the show, Mason Myrie, who is the co-founder and CEO of Law Trust, and he joins us on the line for a bit of education regarding that subject. Mason, hi. Hey, Mason. How are you doing? Good evening, yourself, mate. Well, I just broke myself away from my smart TV, so I came and talked to you on the show. <laughs> Look, uh, speaking of which, smart TVs are gaining, um, you know, uh, rather, let me, let me put it as a question. Are yeah. smart TVs gaining as much traction in South Africa as the tech gurus had initially imagined? And how would you describe the pace in which South Africans are picking up on this trend? You know, if you turn it into a question like that, it's kind of like asking, is the internet gaining traction in this country? You know, and the answer is very definitely yes. Mm. You know, if we look at manufacturer stats, you know, they are showing a super active market with uh, much more than 16% growth year on year. You know, so very definitely an active market, um, lots of product going into the market. I suspect that many of the manufacturers are actually only going to do smart TVs in the future. You know, there's just mm-hmm. no point to make a TV that is not connected to the internet. Yeah. Uh, Mason, what exactly makes a TV smart? You know, it's actually, it's all about the apps. You know, so what you can rather think of, about it is it's almost like a very large tablet that you've got mm. there sitting, um, hanging on the wall or sitting there, you know. So it's something, it's a device that uh, has got a computer in, it's got memory in, it's exactly like a very large tablet, you know, and you can load apps on this. And of course, it's connected to the internet, which is what makes it so exciting. Yeah. You know, you can have Netflix, you can have browsing. Um, In fact, it's going to cause some problems because you are not going to be able to tell your children, you know, you can't watch TV until you've done your homework because in many households, they may be doing their homework on the TV. It's a computer. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right, Mason, what would you say is the biggest assumption or even a mistake made by people who own smart TVs? I think the big thing to remember, you know, and we've got this as a common theme through all the talks is, it is a computer, you know, it is a computer and it is connected to the internet. So you have to worry about security on this device as well. You know, it is a connected device. It uh, has got a microphone so it can listen to you. It, many of them have got cameras, you know, so you can use it for video conferencing or things like that. But it, it has got a security aspect to it, you know, and it's mostly forgotten, you know. So this is a computing device, which is the most important thing to remember. And you've got to look after it. You've got to be streetwise, just like you are on all your other devices. You've got to do the patches. You've got to remember that, uh, that there are fraudsters out there, you know, and they can take advantage of you through this channel as well. You know, so you've got to stay streetwise. Yeah. And what's the deal with uh, connecting smart TVs to the Internet? Why does it prove to be rocket science for many people? You know, it's, uh, again, if you think about it, it's almost like connecting your own phone or your own tablet to yeah. Wi-Fi. You know, so most of them are Wi-Fi connected devices. That'll typically be how we bring them into our homes. 
And uh, if you needed help connecting your phone and your tablet to the Wi-Fi, then you're pretty much going to need help here as well. Mm. So the important things are you've got to know how your connectivity setup works at home. You know, you've got to know what the Wi-Fi password is or how was the Wi-Fi password set up? You know, what is the name of your Wi-Fi? You know, what to yeah. look for? Because the TV is just another device that's going to be looking for that. Most often, though, where the TV is is close to a wall and it might not have good reception in that area. You know, so quite often it's that you might have to get a Wi-Fi repeater or just have a look at some of the technologies to spread the Wi-Fi through your house. You know, that's probably one of the most common problems. All right. Now, um, because these are becoming a thing now, they're becoming popular. Almost every single household wants one. There are various different brands that make smart TVs. But then, of course, there are the street brands, man. You know them. Um, you know, that may sometimes not work as well as the bigger brands. Uh, and, and is there a way that I can tell as a consumer that my smart TV is a ripoff or a fake, so to speak? Well, let, let's say it together again. If you're buying something and it's too good to be true, <laughs> then, you know, so the same thing goes over here. Yeah. So, so usually we say that for online purchasing, you know, so if there is a great deal and it's uh, not coming out of a normal retail store, you know, you can always do a little bit of homework first and go and compare prices against advertised prices, you know. If it, if it is way off, there better be a pretty good reason why this thing is way off on the prices. Yeah. You know, that'll mean you will have to assess the savings against, your own risk of maybe buying something that is a, a copy or not having a warranty, you know, something that was built in grey, which, which typically means it was not brought into the normal distribution, so it won't have a warranty if it's not working. And, and, of course, just on that point, you've actually got to see the thing working. You know, so if you are buying one that's not, again, in one of the established retail chains or one of the online channels that you know well, um, rather just make sure that it's working. You know, there's not just a monitor with a sticker on it that says smart you know, because you might be hurting after that. Yeah. All right, Mason, look, I, I, I got myself a smart TV last year, right? Um, which is made by a very popular brand in, 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 in electronics and tech. I can put it like that. But then the problem with that smart TV is that it does not support uh, some of these apps that we would love to have for smart TV, for example, the DSTV Now app, you know, um, which then forced me to go buy a dongle, which I have to connect to my smart TV so it becomes smarter. And then I guess essentially my question is, does the brand matter when you buy a smart TV? So, so it does, you know. So I think a, a couple of answers to this question. I think the first one is just starting with DSTV. You know, there's also a role for vendors of apps. You know, the people that are making the apps, like multi-choice, have to want to put their app in a specific store. You know, so they have to want to go put it in the TV stores. You know, so so some of the TVs still have their own brand proprietary store. We're not going to mention names over here, you know, yeah. but it's not just one where you can get any, for example, Android app and go load it on TV. It doesn't quite work like that, you know. So... So I think there's an obligation for some of the content providers to to work with the different vendors. You know, this is a is a major opportunity and it's a market. You know, this is where things are going to go. So so they should be doing that as well. I think then again, the, some of the known brands, the better known brands, also spend a lot of efforts on making their devices user friendly and opening them up. You know, so I think some of the lesser lesser known ones will will not have all the apps available on their system. You know, they won't be ported there. Some of the better known brands are going to put in a lot of effort. 
and to make sure that you're the friendly to give you support and all those things. The other thing, which is a small thing, is to check the version of the TV. You know, there might also be older stock. Mm. You know, so if we look at something like um, Apple's Airplane, you know, that has only been supported very recently in certain brands of, of TVs. Yeah. You know, before that, you actually had to go buy the Apple TV and plug it in. So just because it's in the store now, you know, doesn't mean that that's actually one of the latest TVs. You know, they could be clearing the warehouse still. Um, all sensitive political issues we're talking about now, these words, as I realize I'm saying it now, but mm-hmm. clearing out the warehouse and, um, you know, you might have an older model as well. So you've got to check that. Hmm. All right. Yeah, we've got to be aware. Yeah. Mason, thank you so much. Always insightful and educational speaking to you. Uh, much appreciated. Stay warm and stay safe. All right. Thank you, you, Mason. Goodbye. Look, so if you buy a TV, right, this is how you can spot if your smart TV is a fake. Like he said, if uh, it's too good to be true, if the price is too good to be true, mm. then something is fishy. Mm. So you mm-hmm. buy your smart TV. I got shoponyela kwatropong kuling tsuko. I got it's a big, it's an 82 inch. Yeah. You take it home, right? You connect it to the power, and then you want to connect it to the internet, right? Yeah. You switch it on. The moment it says, and your TV is not supposed to speak to you, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but the moment it says your internet has been connected successfully, <laughs> then you know, my brother. Then you know. <laughs> you're <an idiot. laughs> Yo, you're an idiot. <laughs> successfully. <laughs> successfully. I, I'm telling you the truth. It says that. <laughs> I am over you. Oh my goodness. That was tech savvy. And of course, we do this every Tuesday. Um, I've learned a lot um, yeah. since we started with tech mm-hmm. um, savvy. You know, I'm not um, a yeah, yeah. technological person, true, but I can true. truly say I'm learning yeah, so that's much. That's good. That's good. Mm. That was a Capricorn FM podcast. For more podcasts, visit capricornfm.co.za.